0: Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor in chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Brett Williams. Hi, Brett. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Brett is the clinical director of Help Talking, and he is also the executive director of OC Marriage. Um, but what we want to talk about today, Brett, is football. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk some football. And uh, you wrote an article a while back, a couple, couple weeks into the season, we put it up, and it was basically discussing why wives hate football and what we can do about it as guys for the most part. Um, That article went up and, you know, people love their football. They're passionate about it. And we got a lot of reaction. And so uh, for the most part, I'm going to, you know, kind of answer some of the questions that were brought up and some of the reaction that we got to the article. Um, And so I guess the first thing is I have, you know, I'm a huge football fan myself And I have a lot of friends who are also big football fans. And every weekend, we actually all get together uh, every Sunday to watch football. And it's just a great time. Uh, But anyway, so saying that I have a lot of football fans, um, they are also big uh, fans of Hitched. And they read the article. And one of the things that they said was you offered several tips to kind of get your spouse involved in the football viewing. And a couple of your tips were give foot rubs – in between commercial breaks, and also doing these like thirty-second picnics or three-minute picnics, where when the commercial starts, uh, you, you you get down on the floor and do a little picnic, and that's kind of a way that you can bond with their spouse. Um, they felt that those recommendations were unrealistic, and so I was just curious, uh, what would you like to tell them, or do you have other ideas for them? Uh, what's your reaction to that response?
0: Um- I I, I smile from ear to ear. I just think that's so funny. Um, Here we are watching a sport where guys train for years and years, and, and, and every day they dedicate them for hours and hours, pumping themselves up for this game to be the very, very best, and they're investing everything that they have. And these guys that are watching these sports dudes are sitting on their couch, watching with chips and they're thinking, oh, man, it's too much of an inconvenience for me to stop and rub my wife's feet for three minutes while the commercial's going on. Uh, that's just unrealistic. I'm thinking, dude, are you kidding? How much are you willing to invest in your relationship if you can't take three minutes to stop and say, hey, my wife's letting me go watch this football game, and I can't take three minutes to rub her feet? Um, it just makes me laugh. But, um, you know, if that's, the, that's the deal, that's the deal. Um, somewhere, I, I think, I, it's a guy thing. Uh, guys <laughs> love to get, but guys don't love to give. And so what we're asking for a guy to do, um, be at a picnic, be rubbing your wife's feet, be talk to him, talk to her after the uh, commercials start, all those things require something from men. And men don't like to give. They love to get, but they're not great givers. And um, yes, we have to put demands on guys. We have to say, look, Annie up, you know, they're paying a due by letting you go. You got to pay a due by you know showing some gratitude and, and connecting with them, giving them what they need while you're getting what you need.
1: Okay and you know and I and I have to say this too that I also heard some of this from women who you know, they you know, they weren't particularly interested in doing like the three minute, uh, picnic. So, do you have any other ideas that you could throw out there?
0: Well, what we had, um, what, what, uh, just the three ideas I put out there, real quick, um, was I'm looking at people have different needs. Not everybody's the same, and um, basically, I go off the premise that love is attention, and attention comes in three flavors: visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, and. Some people like touch, some people like words, uh, some people like the visual. So the picnic would definitely be for a visual person because they kind of like that. They like the decorations and all that stuff. But if you're an auditory person, that's not going to do anything for you mm-hmm. because you're auditory and, and the, the visual effect of everything and, and decorations is not going to make it for you. So if you're an auditory person, then spend some time in between the commercials making sure you're talking or even after or before the game. Make sure you get some dialogue going on. Um, talking about each other's day, connecting with where each other are personally or on an emotional level. So get some verbal interaction. If you're kinesthetic, if you're physical, um, make sure there's a lot of cuddling and touching going on during the game. If that's where you're at, you're going to get a lot more satisfied cuddling and touching than you are even talking or even um, doing any of the decorations or doing any of the, the picnic kind of stuff. So different people have different needs, and you've got to dial into what your partners need is physical, auditory, or visual.
1: Okay. And I heard from a lot of other readers, too, that um, like their spouse is passionate about football, um, they understand that passion um, and they have their own passions and interests. And, you know, th- this applies uh, in my marriage. Uh, my wife is hugely passionate about gymnastics. Prob- I mean, I'm a big, big football fan, but she is like an encyclopedia about gymnastics. <laughs> uh, and so I was just wondering, I mean, is it OK for a spouse to each spouse to love their own thing and do their own thing without needing the other person's involvement in that activity.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think where uh, football for women becomes an issue is um, because they give and 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 the guys typically take and take and take and take. And then football season comes along and it, it just pushes it over the edge. If a guy is... Loving his wife, spending time with her, connecting with her, taking her date Um, nights—if they have a strong relationship, football season comes up, doesn't matter, the blip on the radar—it's it's it's inconsequential. But if there's an imbalance in the relationship and she feels like she's giving and all he's doing is taking, and then football season comes up on the radar, oh my gosh, it just tips everything off the scale. So the football, in and of itself, is irrelevant. What's relevant is attention. Attention again is always love. So if is only giving attention to football and never bringing attention to his spouse, you're going to have a problem. But like your wife, I'm hoping, she's (laughs) able to give attention to you and love you and and let you know you're special and then also give attention to to gymnastics. It's like, who cares? It's like inconsequential. It doesn't even matter. So it's that um, when women are neglected, that's when football becomes a huge problem.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up too because Um, I I mean, I think you're right, particularly because when football season comes around, I know for a a lot of my friends and I know it's uh, across the country, you know, fantasy football plays a role. So that takes up time, not just on Sundays, but throughout the week of like picking up players and all that kind of stuff. And then Sunday rolls around and it is it's football all day long. And so you're right if. If you haven't been giving attention throughout the entire week, and then the weekend comes around where that time has usually been spent giving time to the family or the spouse, and then all of a sudden that disappears as well, you're right. That could be the tipping point. So I, I think you offered some great points there. Um, you know, of course, there are also those situations where you do hate your spouse's obsession with football if you're a wife or a husband. And they seem to skirt all the responsibilities that we were just talking about. Um, What if your spouse doesn't want to get involved in that sport? And, I mean, then what?
0: Um, Yeah, the the ideas in our article were basically to try and incorporate. So instead of football being a division point, Mm -hmm. it was a union point. Hey, here's some ideas that we can do to bring you guys together in the football area. Um, If there's other areas you guys can connect in, that's great, too. Um, we were just trying to make it so football wasn't a dividing point but a connecting point, which is a whole new way of approaching it. Um, but if you're connecting in other ways in your relationship, that's great. And typically, if you're connecting in other ways in the relationship, um, their passion, their excitement about football, it's a, it's a non issue. It's really not a big deal at all.
1: Yeah, I kind of kind of like what you were saying earlier, too. And we had some female readers uh, comment on our Facebook fan page, oh. and they said, uh, so yes, if you're <laughs> not following us on Facebook, do that as well. It's just Facebook.com slash Hitched. Um, but anyways, their comments were that they were the ones who liked football and not their husbands. Uh, what bit of advice do you have for the gender role reversal, where it's the guys who are like, eh. I could care less about football and the wives who are really enthusiastic about it.
0: Well, again, because typically women are really more balanced than men in the relationship area, they're able to give to the relationship um, and feed their partner's needs. My guess is that those guys aren't feeling resentment because they're getting a lot of their emotional needs met. And um, so the fact that their wife's watching football, great. More power to you, babe.
1: Um,
0: But if it was a complete flip where the guy is feeling neglected, um, then, yeah, he's going to have to look at a way of either joining her or a way of connecting somewhere outside of football um, so they have that relationship bond that they need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's great that your wife loves um, gymnastics and some women love uh, football. Some people love tennis. That's great to have your passions. There should be absolutely the, a room in your relationship to have those kind of external passions.
1: Yeah, okay. And you finish your article and. Basically, what we've been talking a lot about here today, which is it's the importance is not so much the sport or what the passion is, but it's really about doing things together, together and building anticipation for these events that are coming up. Um, you know, we're about not quite halfway into the football season, uh, but we've all been to Super Bowl parties, and um, not everybody likes to go to them, and uh, I guess. What would you recommend for those people who are kind of forced to go to, to the Super Bowl party every year? Um, you know, it is a big social event, you know, a lot of ways, much more so than it is the championship football game. Uh, what, are your, what are some of your tips or recommendations for people who are forced to go to these Super Bowl parties when they really don't want to go to the party, don't, want, don't care about the game and all the stuff that's kind of wrapped around it?
0: Well, at that, I mean, depends on who we're talking. We're talking to the guy that wants to drag his wife along, or we're talking to the wife that's getting dragged along. Sure. Sounds like we're talking to the wife that's getting dragged along. Yeah. Um, think about what you need. What do you need? What would make it fun for you? Um, and maybe you don't even need to go. Maybe that's what would make it fun for you is to not go at all. Um, that's an option too. But if um, going is something that it feels like it has to happen, or something you want to have happen, um, what would make it fun for you? What if you brought your girlfriend along? Um, what if you uh, had some time set aside where you guys can go on a date afterwards, or go on a date before? Um, but make sure that you get your needs somewhere in the process. And if you're getting your needs in the process, it's really easy to give to your partner getting your needs. Um, when you're stuck in the corner while your your spouse is watching the game and you're just talking to these women that you don't even like, that's not going to work. So you're going to have to figure out something that's going to get your needs met. And most of the time, women will just leave that to their husband. You know, I'm unhappy. You make me happy. Probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um, you got to think about what it is you need to make yourself happy. What do you need as, a, as an exchange? I'll go to the Super Bowl game, but you got to take me on this really nice, fancy dinner tomorrow night, or the next night, or the next week. Um, make sure you're getting your needs met, so you're getting a balance.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's funny that you say that too. I we actually have a writer who writes regularly for us and uh, she was telling me one time that she so she is like the perfect caterer for the entire football season, makes snacks, you know, make sure that the games are on, all that stuff is like the perfect host all football season long. And then the day after the Super Bowl, they have this deal where he or the following weekend where he does anything that she wants to do. Like it's her day. And so (laughs) she if she wants to go see a a total chick flick, he goes. No griping because he she She just supported him for a full season, and, and, you know, she was actively involved. Go, girl! Yeah, yeah. and so I just thought that was, like, a really great idea, and, you know, obviously not everybody would be into that, but it totally worked for them. And I thought that was, like, really clever the way that they figured out a, a system that worked for them where they were both getting in the relationship, they were both giving in the relationship, and they were both satisfied with the eventual outcome so
0: yeah because they're both getting their needs met it's not a competition or it's not a one or the other they're both getting it met mm-hmm. and and i don't know any restaurants that you can go and have a nice meal and then they don't give you a check at the end of the, of the meal <laughs> yeah, that's right uh, every restaurant i know does that yep well, it's just the way life goes unfortunately if, if we're going to take care of your needs no it's just normal if i'm going to take care of your needs you're going to take care of my needs it's an exchange and that's just the way life is and that's okay mm-hmm. um so if She's going to make this great sacrifice of you know going to the games and and being there. Yeah, she should absolutely get something back. Um, but she's going to have to negotiate that. He's not going to negotiate that for her because he sure. doesn't care that much.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, and I was I was saying unfortunately to the not not free check at the restaurant, not about putting into the relationship and getting out of the relationship. Uh, but but you're right. I mean, it's it's something that she would probably have to bring up with him, not vice versa, because he's already. You know, doing what he's going to do most likely. Exactly. He's getting
0: his needs, man. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Brett, that's going to do it for us. I think this is a a great conversation. And I think, you know, for all those people who read the article and were jonesing for some more information, I I hope we provided it to them. And And I hope
0: you tell your friends that don't want to give their spouse a foot rub. Pathetic. (laughs) You don't even want to invest a foot rub. Pathetic.
1: I won't even have to tell I'm going to make them listen to this (laughs) so they'll hear it right from your mouth. Uh, And, And, uh, you know, and I want to encourage people too. just because, uh, you know, the articles up, the podcast is up. That doesn't mean we don't want to continue to hear from you about this topic. You know, that's one of the great things about the Web is it is an ongoing conversation. So if if there's still things that you'd like us to touch upon, uh, you know, Send us an email, post it on Facebook, shoot me a, a message on Twitter, do all that stuff. Um, that's the great thing about all the social media is that we can stay connected with you guys uh, throughout this entire process. Because in the end, it's all about uh, helping improve your marriage. So, uh, okay. thanks. Yeah, So thanks once again, Brett. I appreciate it. Great to be on. And uh, everybody, before you go, uh, I want to let you know that Brett Williams is the clinical director of Help Talking and. Which helps coach couples through conflict. And you can find more information at helptalking.com. Brett is also the executive director of the nonprofit OC Marriage, which floods Orange County with marriage education classes. And you can get information at OCMarriage.com. And Brett is also the author of You Can Be Right or You Can Be Married. And you can find information about the book at the help talking.com website. And lastly, you can find Brett's articles on HitchMag.com. And Brett is also a uh, participant on the married life network. And you can also find some of the events for OC marriage and things um, on the events section of the married life network. And lastly, you can follow Brett on Twitter. He is uh, tweeting at OC marriage as well as help talking. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at hitch media. And uh, until next time, Brett, thanks again.
0: All right. Take care.
1: All right. Bye, everybody.
0: Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.